We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friend. I'm so honored by your presence in my life and so happy that we're spending a few sacred moments together here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. So if you know anything about me, you know I love creating mandalas. I love drawing, painting. I've created some out of glass, and I love teaching mandala classes. Mandala is a big part of my life and has been a significant part of my healing journey. And it's actually part of the reason this radio show is called Journey to Center. As we relax into our center and align with our hearts and souls and the energy that moves the planets around the sun, we experience a sense of peace and safety and start to settle into our truth and authentic power. Today, I'm very excited to have a conversation about the sacred circle and explore how it can be used in another way for the purpose of healing, deepening in our power, purpose, and place in the world. It is a practice referred to as circle work. And here to share with us more about this process is the founder of the Institute for Circle Work, Dr. Jahala Bonheim. Dr. Bonheim is an internationally acclaimed speaker an award-winning author, and one of the world's foremost experts in the use of circle gatherings as a tool for healing and empowering women. Dr. Bonheim has trained hundreds of circle work leaders from around the world, including therapists, educators, ministers, activists, business leaders, and has even traveled to the Middle East where her circles have united Jewish and Palestinian women. Dr. Bonheim has written a new book called The Magic of Circle Work. The practice women from around the world are using to heal and empower themselves. And in this book, she shares the concepts and tools that make circle work such a magical, healing, revelatory, and an empowering experience. So, Dr. Bonheim, thank you so much for saying yes to this conversation with me here today on Journey to Center. Thank you for inviting me. I'm thrilled to be here. Me as well. So, yes, the sacred circle of the mandala is such an important part of my life. And I'd like to hear from your perspective why you believe circle work is powerful. How would you explain or describe what circle work is? Well, you know, when we think about the greatest needs that we're looking at in our times, I think one of the needs that I keep hearing from women is they have a need for deeper intimacy, deeper connection, you know, both with themselves and with others, because Mm -hmm. so much of the connections that we experience in daily life are very superficial. Mm -hmm. So in the circle, there's this opportunity to really connect at the level of the soul, at a very deep level. And... You know, we're living in a time when you look around, so many wars are being waged in the name of religion. And at the same time, there are people everywhere who are asking themselves, how can we come together in sacred space across all these boundaries? How can we discover what unites us as spiritual beings rather than what separates us? 
And so here we have the circle, which, you know, as you mentioned, the circle is such a universal, sacred tool. It's been used by people throughout time around the world. And when we are sitting in circle, we can directly experience that sacredness. You know, it's something that really resonates in our body. A lot of times I hear women say when they come to the circle, oh my God, I feel like I've found my spiritual home. Mm -hmm. Because the circle has a direct visceral impact on our being. It is calming, it is healing, um, it reveals our oneness, it reminds us of the ways in which we're connected. So, you know, I could talk for hours about all the benefits <laughs> that it has, um, because I think there are so many, and they are on many different levels. They are social, spiritual, emotional, educational, so many ways in which the circle at this time in history is really crucial for us. Mm. I couldn't agree more. And again, I've used it in my personal life and it's rippled out in ways that have been unexpected and, and profoundly healing. And I know in your book, you talk about coming together, women coming together and um, working this practice in a particular way. Can you share a little bit about um, what this looks like? Yeah, you know, circle work is quite different from many other ways of, of gathering in circles. There's certain things that make it very unique and very different. And one is that we really are working with sacred geometry. You know, there's a lot of emphasis on the different geometric elements of the circle and how we can use them to heal ourselves. So you were speaking before about that you love to draw circles or paint circles and people can build circles. But in circle work, we're actually embodying the mandala, the sacred mandala. We are looking for ways to become what it is. And when you think of what is a circle, it is centered, it is sacred, it is whole, it is balanced. So to get to that place, we need to involve the body. So, you know, in a lot of women's circles, women just sit and talk, which is fine, but it's not circle work. It's not the practice that I teach. In circle work, there is a lot of nonverbal interaction. There's, there are periods of silence, there's movement, there's touching, breath work, all these practices that help us to slow down. Because we are really so addicted to constant thinking and talking in this society. So circle work is a very spacious practice where we really slow down and we shift to a place of receptivity so that we can really hear ourselves and hear each other. And I think that that slowing down, that coming home to our bodies is especially for women very, very crucial. It's, it's through that that we begin to remember who we really are and why we are here and what our purpose in life is. And I know something you talk about that I think is incredibly powerful is 
how this can support us and connecting to our hearts and to one another, because there is something that you refer to as spiritual famine. There's a sense of mm-hmm. loneliness. Something really important is missing. And this is a, a powerful way of helping us nurture our relationship with our soul and with um, a community uh, of women. So can you talk about what you've seen or how this works? Yeah, you know, I work with women who are, many of them have different religious practices. In the Middle East, for example, I'm working with Muslim and Jews and Christians. And at the same time, so many of them speak about this sense of spiritual famine. And I think that there is, in our time more than ever, this tremendous longing for a direct connection with our own soul, with our spirituality, that is not mediated through religion, that isn't really based on a belief system at all, but that when we come together in the circle, we begin to create a sacred space. And through our intention of listening to spirit, connecting with spirit, and using the mandala to create sacred space, It's amazing the sense of sanctuary that arises, and everyone feels it. And you don't even have to give it a name, but it affects people. It allows people to feel, oh, here I am in a place where I'm safe and where I'm going to be really seen and heard with love. And I think that's such a basic need. And yet Mm. it's a need that in our times a lot of people are not addressing or don't know how to address. And so I think circle work is a very, very wonderful tool for giving us a kind of spiritual home that transcends religion. And I do think that is so vital. It, it does, it, for me, it definitely opened up my heart. And I think really everything we think we want boils down to that. Mm-hmm. How can we be more um, aligned with our soul and present in our lives? And I think your practice can really um, support people in relaxing into that space. Well, you know, when you look around the world, it's very clear that we're having a problem with relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not relating in ways that lead to peace and harmony. So clearly this is sort of, as a species, our growing edge, that we need to learn to relate in ways that are loving, that are compassionate, and that do lead to peace. And so the circle is really a place where we can practice that. It's, it's what I call heart thinking. And what does it look like when I really allow my heart to guide me? What does it look like to create a space where relationships can be sacred? We need this. And I think that wherever I go, you know, I work with women from all around the world. And these women come to my trainings from Kenya, from Afghanistan, India, you name it. And everywhere I'm seeing that same hunger, that longing for a way of being together that is very natural to women, I think, because so many women who come to my circles are mothers. They want a better world for their children. They want to find out how can I contribute 
to making this world a better place. Mm. So everything that they experience in the circle, it then ripples out. Mm -hmm. It ripples out through their lives. Their relationships begin to change. Everything begins to align itself with what I would call the spirit of the circle. Mm. I love hearing that. I do think... I think along the same lines as I've taken responsibility for me and my relationship with my heart and my soul, it has rippled out into my community and I have brought people together, women together to, to connect in a deeper way. And then they take their alignment and it ripples out. So um, if anybody's listening, don't discount the power that you have to make a difference in within yourself and then in your life with your family, friends, something I know for sure, when we heal, we don't heal alone. And the sacred circle is such a powerful way to take responsibility for our own healing. So, um, Dr. Bonheim, how can people get started with this process? Obviously, they can pick up a copy of your book. If somebody's feeling inspired, like, well, I would like to, I would like to start maybe, uh, bringing healing into my family, my community, how could this possibly look? They pick up your book and then what beyond that do you think that they could do? Well, they can read the book, but they can also pick up the training manual, which is more of a how-to uh, guide for facilitators. And it is chock full of exercises and practices and troubleshooting. And, you know, I originally wrote it for my students, but it's really useful for anyone who wants to bring a deeper sense of sacredness into a gathering they're leading. Um, I'd also very much invite any woman who is listening to come to one of my circles. There's a beautiful retreat happening in June. Um, and then there's the circle work leadership training. I'm very committed to training women circle work facilitators so that they can take this work and move out into their own community. And this is why in every training we have women coming together from around the world and then they go back and they begin to lead circles in their own language, in their own environment. So obviously the circles will look very different. Some women are taking them into activism. Others are taking them into business or into healing environments. Each woman has her own form of circle work. And so once she has gone through the training, she's received a lot of um, foundational concepts and practices and insights as well as the support of this amazing community. And it really, you know, the women who do circle work, in my view, are really amazing women because it does take courage and commitment to come to a circle. You know, when you're in a circle, there's nowhere to hide. And so it starts with that willingness that I am willing to show up. I am willing to show up without my masks in a way that is authentic. And so these are pretty incredible women. And this ripple effect that we were talking about, I see it every day. It is amazing what these women are taking from the circle and then creating in their own communities. And if any woman is listening and feels that yearning 
for this kind of authentic women's community, I would love to welcome her to one of my circles. And you mentioned a training in June. Where do you facilitate your trainings? Well, the June is actually not a training, but a women's retreat. It's Uh called Listening to Your Soul. And many of these retreats and trainings are held in upstate New York um, at a very, very beautiful facility called Light on the Hill, which is on 360 acres of land. It's really a a little piece of paradise, an incredibly healing land. So it's a beautiful place for women from all around the world to gather and really immerse themselves in this sacred field that is circle work. Mm-hmm. That sounds, and then, of course, I also travel and teach elsewhere, and usually every year I go to the Middle East And I work with the women in Israel and Palestine as well. Mm. That has to be really incredible. I can't even imagine what that's like. Yes, it is incredible. Because in, in some way, the conflict that is happening there, it's almost like the nucleus of all conflicts that are happening in the world. It's sort of, if we can work with that one, then we can work with anything. And what I I see in these circles in the Middle East is that the women really do fall in love with each other. And this appreciation and respect and understanding arises. And out of that, peace is absolutely possible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in our world, a lot of times people say, oh, you know, this heart-thinking stuff, it's very idealistic, it's not really practical, it doesn't work in the real world. And yet, what I have seen in the Middle East has absolutely taught me that heart-thinking is not only practical, but in conflict situations, it is the only practical way. As long as people's hearts are closed, there is going to be no resolution. And so a lot of this circle work has to do with connecting with our hearts, opening our hearts to each other. Then from that place of really knowing our connectedness, our oneness, really everything else evolves. I couldn't agree more. You know, there's a saying in The Course of Miracles, the rules of this world are 180 degrees from the rules of like spirit. And what I want to do and what I hear you wanting to do, Dr. Bonheim, is bring heaven to earth, is to align more fully with our divine nature. And that can't happen if our hearts aren't open. If we live more from the mind than the heart, there will be no peace. And I do think if we go deep enough into me, into you, into anybody that's hanging out and listening with us today, we aren't similar. We're the same. We're all from that same energy. Mm -hmm. That is our creator. We're splinters of the same, you know, magic. So it, when we when we get down to it and when we do this kind of work, we realize that we are the same. We want we the are. same things. We're not that different. And it's our mind that makes us believe we are. And that's where the judgment comes from. And that's where the pain and the discord comes from. So for me, the only way I found that life works in a way that is comfortable and peaceful and joyful is living from the heart. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to live from the heart 
we need to be willing to slow down. We need to sometimes mm-hmm. be willing to step out of our lives. And so one of the things that the women always take away from the circle is that commitment that every day mm-hmm. I'm going to give myself some time to really connect with that inner center and come home to myself. Because from that place, I can make decisions, I can make choices that are really aligned with my own soul and with the greater good. And so yes. often we're, we're so lost in our head and our thoughts and our constant running and the addictiveness of all that, that we're busy all the time, but we're not really accomplishing anything worthwhile. So it's a paradoxical thing that to really become effective, we have to be willing to stop. And it's in that stopping that we come back to our own center. Mm. And that's the one thing I get more than anything when I meditate and really try to listen to the still small voice within. It's relax, Mm -hmm. slow down. And I think so many of us identify more with our doingness than our beingness. But I've found that as I um, relax more into my beingness, as I slow down, I'm more effective with my exactly. action and doing this. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And the other thing is that these are times that are, there's a lot of fear in the collective field. Yes. And so sure. when you come into the circle and you're really evoking the healing power of that mandala, there's an immediate calming effect. It's almost as if the Divine Mother were present, and you can feel that sense of, oh, I'm held within this cosmic order. I'm okay. And you can see how the stress just begins to fall off and people begin to relax. Yes. That has definitely been my experience. It's like the stress starts to melt away. Because again, you know, Course in Miracles, there's fear or love. And love is the truth and fear is an illusion, but it, it's a very um, persistent illusion. And I think the more we live from our mind, the more prevalent fear is going to be, the more we're in that beta brainwave state, we can relax more into alpha and theta. That's where the heart is. That's the heartbeat of the earth. That's the truth of our souls. And to live more from that state is where I think the magic happens and the God wings and the synchronicity and the miracles. And for me, that's what makes life worth living. That's what makes being human. Mm -hmm. Um, The adventure that I personally want to have, but we have to make that choice for ourselves. And something you brought up that I think is so important, we have to be willing to make this commitment to ourselves because otherwise it can't happen. Yeah. And, you know, we have to be willing in a sense to swim against the stream. Yeah, it's because not mass there consciousness. is so much in our world that is telling us you aren't enough, you don't have enough, you have to run faster, you have to achieve more. And so for us to be willing to say, I don't think so. I think I'm going to give myself permission to really listen to my heart, to really slow down. That's part of why I think we need the circle. We need, we need community. It's very hard to do on your own. And I get a lot of women who come to the circle and say, I've been trying, but I have felt so isolated. And here is a place where we can really support each other and validate that need in each other. Absolutely. I think we 
heal in community. We heal within relationship. We need to be reflected back to. And what we need is to be reflected back to that we are good. We are enough. We are love. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And it can be insane. Yeah. And to do it alone, it's an illusion. We need to participate more fully with others and settle into that space of knowing that we are all one. So Dr. Bonheim, I think you're amazing. Your energy is quite magical. And if people want to connect with you, find out more, maybe start opening their mind to creating circle work or learning more about your techniques, where can they find you? The best place to start, the easiest place, I'd say, is to go to magicofcirclework.com. And there you can find out information about the books, but also circles and events. And you can link both to the website of the Institute for Circle Work. You can also link to my personal website. Um, I have many other books that might interest you. But that's the easiest place to start, magicofcirclework.com. I think that's a very good place to start. I think that can take them down the rabbit hole and into the place of aligning more fully with their heart and soul. And, and again, from my perspective, that's the only place that true joy and peace exist. So I still I just, agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's just living from the soul. Yeah. So I just so appreciate your wisdom, your heart, your intentions, the healing that you're bringing to the world and rippling out. And I just think you are such a magical presence with so much to offer. And um, I'm excited to share you with our listeners. Thank you so much. And I also appreciate so much what you are doing in sharing so many people's work in this way and yeah, spreading the word. It's my pleasure, honor, and privilege. And to my friends and listeners that are hanging out with us, I just so appreciate your presence in my life. And as always, I invite you to be in touch with me. You can go to my website, TammyBPhD.com. That's spelled with an I, T-A-M-M-I, BPhD.com. Be in touch with any questions, thoughts, uh, show ideas, suggestions. Download my free ebook and guided meditation. Look at my mandalas and read about the mandala there if you'd like. Um, to me, it's all about relationships being in community, connecting, communicating in, in, a, in a heartfelt way. So be in touch. You're in my heart. You're in my prayers. God bless you. Take good care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now.